We're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you live from WYAB 103.9 FM. Well, folks, it is a Monday. We made it to another weekend. No small feat. I might add, did we hit 100? I don't know, because actually I don't watch the local news. I may catch it on the, uh, 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 on my phone. I may go and check out the stories and see what's, uh, who made it. I didn't, I haven't, well, actually I, I did. I did look up there because I was reading the story on the cost of the uh, state's effort to help us with our water problems here. We, I think they've expended about $12 million, uh, and about $9 million of that was for water, dis- water distribution uh and uh, conducted by the National Guard, in which uh, part of that nine million of it, excuse me, nine million of the twelve million rather of the repairs, uh, will be reimbursed by MEMA or FEMA or one of the EMAs. Uh, so I guess the repairs thus far is about three million dollars actual repairs, and of course they've got a sixty-day contract in place with Hemp Hill uh, down there, basically pull, pulling everything together. You know, I like Hemp Hill. I, I think they do a good. I think they do a good job with what they do. Uh, people say, "Well, they're getting all the contract." Well, mm, who sold off all the equipment? City of Jackson had. Matter of fact, who encouraged them to sell off all the equipment to maintain their own infrastructure? So you know, don't blame Hemp Hill. They're only doing. They're only doing their job on, as contracted. I mean, you know, and. Uh, if you feel like we're not getting a good deal from it, all you got to do is start buying your own equipment. We could spend some of that money that we're spending on lawyer fees. Folks, I figured out the scam. Not that it was real hard to figure out. It ain't like I'm Sherlock Holmes. But as you know, the uh, garbage was picked up today. Richardson disposal is still on the J-O-B because it looks like the uh, politicians have uh, agreed to pay Richardson $4.8, almost $5 million for uh, six months of work thus far, which seems a little high to me, given the fact that Richardson went into court. Uh, oh, a third of that $5 million has to be in lawyer fees. So, it looks like that's the scam that I see developing. The pattern is clear at this point under Chalk Lines Lumumba. This guy is a disaster. Man, we would be better off having the Grand Kluger of the Ku Klux Klan running this city than this guy. He's harder on black folks than Willie Lynch. So here's the scam. They, uh, you see the pattern everywhere. The mayor gets us entangled in all these legal quagmires and then settles. And the lawyers get a third of whatever's recovered. And the pattern continues. They're doing it with the consent decree with the roadblocks. If you read that consent decree, the mayor set that up. That was a lawsuit that he, using Chief Davis to conduct the roadblocks for what was supposed to be a good purpose. I believe it was. But it was for the purpose of setting it up, setting the ball up for uh, his sister's nonprofit friends to come in and sue the city and put us under this consent decree and then they collect legal fees because when you go into federal court, what you get triple fees or double fees, or you get paid twice. And who's paying it? The very people who can't afford to buy water, the very people who have to ruin their cars 
in any, any other motorized vehicles or their own ankles and feet walking on these tore up、uh, roads and infrastructure here in the city of Jackson. The money that we're spending on these lawyers should be going towards city services, but the mayor's got his scam. See, the mayor's got a bar card, and with that bar card, lawyers can pay him. I'm not saying that they are under the table, but more than likely, that's how the money's being distributed. And all they got to do is put it down for legal consultation. Nobody's going to say anything. That's what happened with the Siemens contract $30 million, and they settled. And then what I heard is that Seaman had offered to settle before even a lawsuit was filed down at the courthouse. But if they had settled then, then nobody would have got any of the money but the citizens of Jackson. We can't add that. So they put the Tougaloo screw on us, baby. So they're doing the same thing with the water now, with the、uh, lawsuit brought by these same legal groups that brought lawsuits up there in、uh, Flint, Michigan. They had to wait until they could blame,、uh, until they could find a white person to blame, and they got them. They got a white boy on the hook, babe. And once they got that, then you see all these legal uh, uh, nonprofits and uh, uh, civil rights g r o u p parachuting onto the streets of Jackson. You got big boy、uh, Barber, William Barber, the Reverend from North Carolina. He's down here at $20,000 a pop, working his dope boy magic with the word of hustle. The right Reverend Hustling Barber, using NAACP as a front, as did Derek Johnson when he was state director. He made it very lucrative for himself, it looks like. And I'm willing to bet you Derek is a multimillionaire now, and he's been up there three years. You know, Ben Jealous bailed out after he, after he got、uh, papered up. And now they're using their connections with the con man, Congressman Benny. Oh my God, I'll get to that. I want to overstep. I got a lot on my plate here today. But、uh, getting back to the,、uh, to the scam that's being ran on the citizens of Jackson Bay, listen, I, I want to be clear with you. For those of you who are dyed in the wood Democrat kids, and you know who you are, your life is never going to get better. I take it back. If you are one of the elected officials, if you are one of those who are running one of these nonprofits on behalf of the uh, very uh, Willie Lynch Democrat Party, That holds poor people and black people back and has been since its inception, then you're going to be okay. But if you're just the average person, if you're just the cog in the wheel, if you're just Joe Blow from Kokomo, baby, nothing but the green weenie for you as far as the eye can see. And I say, you know what? I hate it for you. But, Hoss, remember when you w a s prancing around here talking about how you've grown and how you're ready for prime time and yada, yada, yada? Well, this is what you get. This is your lot in life. You, you are the government mule. So don't cry and complain. Don't be blaming Whitey. Don't be crying and slinging snot about how things are for you. This is what you want. Now, I've tried to take the opportunity down through the years to explain to you how the game goes and how the game was set up. I made it clear, and you can see the evidence of it right now as I sit here speaking to you. <clears throat> Let me turn this fan off here. And that is, I told you in 1968, under Hoover's counterintelligence program, along with the CIA and others, they assassinated Dr. King with the complicity of Jesse Jackson and a few others. They made Jesse King of the Negroes. And they allowed Jesse to do everything that Dr. King got killed for. 
But Jesse had one mission that he had to do under penalty of pain and death. And that was to remove the spiritual underpinnings of the civil rights movement. That force of God that kept those white Democrats at bay stayed their hands in the hands of their evil doing. Jesse did that. Through Jesse's contracts with Pepsi and、uh, fast food chains, Burger King and McDonald's and yada, 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 the black community was appeased. And they slowly start slipping in all the degeneracy through the welfare laws, et cetera, weakening the black family, weakening the church, buying off the preachers, co opting them. And today, look at what we have. The Black Baptist Convention is nothing more than a rubber stamp for Satan's work through the Democrat Party. And we see our kids running amok in the streets. And I want to point out to you, I want you to listen to me closely. Look at how the Democrat Party works through the coalition members that make up the Democrat Party. There's not one black lawyer in America since Thurgood Marshall who has brought a lawsuit on behalf of black kids, poor kids, or kids who want to learn who are of American descent, who were born here. Now, you find plenty of them doing it on behalf of the illegals. But there's not one black lawyer. And you're welcome to call in here and correct me, contradict me, and show me up. There's not one black lawyer with a bar card who's suing on behalf of a child or a parent who wants to learn, who just wants to get an honest education, a good education. Not one. Kim, why are you saying it? Because I want to show you something how the Democrat Party works and how freedom is never going to come to those who vote Democrat who are black. Ever. Now, you can get some economic prosperity out of it. You can do like Benny Thompson and these uh, uh, popcorn preachers and these uh, uh, wannabe potentates and politicians. You can live a good life selling everybody else out. Still in the seed corn and eating it. If you've been reading, if you're a regular follower of jacksonjambalaya.com, which I encourage you to bookmark, you saw where the city of Jackson, and it's also on、uh, Mississippi Free Press. City of Jackson entered into a consent decree with the Justice Department as a result of a lawsuit brought by the MacArthur Foundation and uh, uh, what is this Center for Social Justice crap?、Uh, Robert McDuff, I think it is, the former U.S. prosecutor, one of the former U.S. prosecutors here in Mississippi, brought on behalf of a bunch, it turns out to be a bunch of social justice warriors. And you notice this in all these lawsuits, the ones the mayor's uh, uh, signing off on, brought by these legal groups. The plaintiffs, of all, the plaintiffs are always these activists who cross pollinate some of these other nonprofits. Fine, let, be that as it may. But you notice there's never a plaintiff or activist suing on behalf of better schools. You notice that? Ever. It don't happen. Why doesn't it happen? Because this is a mechanism to hold poor and black people down. They talk about. Uh, 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 what do they call it?、Uh, e- ecological racism and inst-、uh, institutional and infrastructural. But they never talk about educational racism because the teachers' union is a charter member of the coalition that makes up the Democrat Party, and black people cannot fade that. We don't have any issues that will supersede theirs. 
black politicians can't accrue enough attaboys, IOUs, to demand them do anything against their interests. But we can do, on,、uh, they can do anything against our interests on just the turn of a coin. But I'm saying all this to tell you this here. That lawsuit for the consent decree to stop the roadblocks. If you read the story on that, because what I did today, I decided, I said, let me look at the plaintiffs on this thing. So I typed their name in the Google search engine, yada, 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 duck, duck, go, whatever it was. <clears throat> And they're all members of these different nonprofits. One guy was a DoorDash guy. He, saw, he drove DoorDash. I'm saying, now this guy here, he should be the one, main one, happy that they're doing roadblock. Because these folks are、uh, popping the tops off、uh, delivery drivers all over the city. And he's talking about he's being harassed by the police having to go through a roadblock. Okay, wait till, the, wait till one of those、uh, Joe Biden supporters put those tools on you and make you cry for your parents. And then your family walking around with a t shirt with your name on it. So they brought a lawsuit. And if you read in there, the mayor's sister. Was part of the poor people's campaign, who's part of the poor people's campaign. They were setting up tents where the roadblocks were going up, showing people how to uh, uh, get their rights and yada yada. Fine, all、oh, that's fair and good. But the mayor set this up. He set us up to be sued. He set us up to be under this consent decree. They're doing it all over. They're doing it with the EPA, they're doing it with schools, they're doing it with the、uh, law enforcement. This is why the black community, we will never have safe streets. Remember, the guy called in here last week and asked me as,、uh, as mayor, Mr. Wade,、uh, how would you deal with crime? You can't deal with crime. All you can do is arm yourself and try to get them before they get you. Because if you try to deal with crime, these white liberals using these black stuntmen with bar cards will sue you in federal court so you can't enforce or put in place anything that's going to make our community safer. And the lawyers who are bringing these lawsuits on behalf of these criminals, they live in the white areas where they don't have a crime problem. They live under the、uh, safe jurisdiction of a, of a Brent Bailey. I mean, uh, 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 Bailey over there in、uh, Rankin County and Tucker up here in、uh, Madison County. Those are the same white lawyers who went in the district court to sue the Region 8 to let all those people out on the street. And when they're out on the street, where do they go? Where do they go? Into the lower and middle class neighborhoods and keep it from growing economically. I told you a long time ago, this stuff is a scam. All this is, all this is basically a chamber of commerce move, a chamber of commerce like move used by these same white lawyers who live in areas where their kids can go to public schools because the schools are just that good. They ain't got to pay for private schools. At the expense of inner city schools, where you got the coalition members that make up the Democrat Party ruining everything. I told you the story of、uh, Dooling Elementary, or Dooling, yeah, I think it was elementary school, that is now an economic hub, an economic incubator, that many of those so called black for a living folks who oppose Rowan Middle School being turned into a charter school, or yeah, a charter school. They could have d i d the same thing with Rowan Elementary. In that ele- I mean, Rowan Junior High in that elementary school next to it that they did with dueling. But what did you have? You had coalition members of the, black, of the Democrat Party, some blacks who were nothing more than black for a living. All they do is just be angry about black crap.
They could have used the charter school to go in there and secure Rowan Middle School because it would cost over $100,000 just to put a, a deposit down to get the electric running in there. You know that? So the charter school could have got the lights going up in there. And then they could have subleased all the rooms, all these little popcorn preachers trying to preach up their church. Y'all could have got a classroom to use on Sundays and help secure that. Your little rent could help the school secure the whole property. And then over at the elementary school, they could have been doing what they're doing over at Dooling. They could have been using the auditorium, what they're using Dooling Hall for. But black folks are so busy being angry and being led around by the nose. It don't make a difference how many PhDs we have, how many master's degrees we have in urban planning, in social justice. We don't do anything with it other than make sure the white Democrats have a stranglehold on our community. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back in. It is Monday. Hey, happy Columbus Day. Thank you, Columbus, for finding America and coming over and cleaning up all this buffalo crap and getting this thing on the right foot. We've had a good run. Thanks, Chris. You do good work, son. And also, I want to remind you, the AC doctor, my friend, stands at the ready to help you with all your HVAC needs. Uh, winter's coming on. You might want to get that unit checked out and make sure it's performing optimally. Because your comfort is their concern. Give them a call, 601-706-4551. 601-706-4551. Bookmark that number and bookmark the web address, the acdr.com. The AC doctor. Let them come in and do that uh, checkup on your unit and make sure everything is ready for the winter. Be ye ready. The acdr.com, 601-706-4551. All right. All the way from Mobile, Bob. Hey, man. Well, as you hear sleeping, creepy Uncle Joe talking about uh, Armageddon, if uh, Putin uses what, nuclear weapons against the... Uh, doom, doomed, I tell you. Yes. Joe said it looks like it's going to be a uh, hot summer, hot winter, hot forever. Uh, we're going to have the global change. That, I mean, what is the climate change they talked about? In spades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You remember back when uh, Ben Candidate Trump was running and how people called around, probably called your show, usual crowd, worried that he's going to say something stupid and get into a, a war with Russia, a nuclear war, and, 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 and win the world. You remember that? Yep. Yep. Oh, they were worried about all the things that Joe's doing right now. I'm talking about, matter of fact, I think Joe has exceeded, Trump, Trump exceeded our expectations in terms of the good he has done. And Joe has exceeded our expectations in terms of the bad that he could possibly do. My gosh. Yeah, and it's saying so quickly. <laughs> I mean, you, you think the guy would be president for six years. <laughs> it's, like, it, it's barely been two. <laughs> like that preacher you sent me, uh, or somebody sent me that preacher yeah. on, on that black guy. Yeah. Talking about how Joe Biden screwed up the country in two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and see, this is why when you get people like Barbara, Mike, and the rest of them trying to pretend like, oh, everything is great. Oh, I just love this. I just love the way things are going. I mean, you know, it's so openly dishonest. I mean, all you can do is just kind of just kind of lean back. Say, oh, my goodness. This boy, that's far gone. Yeah, yeah I mean, one thing, he got us on the brink of nuclear war. But, hey, my stocks are hitting record high. I'm up 35 percent on my stocks. Are you know, <laughs> you're doing all this and you got me poor. <laughs> like man, like you, like you just said, because it's a strategy. How much work you made, man. I thought the uh, 
powers that be were to give us the illusion of prosperity, mm-hmm. they're not even doing that. Well, yeah. Uh, again, th- these guys don't believe that it can actually get any worse, uh, and it is going to get worse. And I want to know what's their game plan at that point. You know, because I'm be honest with you, I'm not going to uh, do anything to harm them or cause them a harder to have a harder time. But I ain't got nothing for them. I really don't. Because you know, I mean, we plead with them, guys. Please don't drill holes in your side of the boat. And they drilled them anyway. Now everybody's bailing water. And they want somebody to give them some kind of special dispensation to keep them from drowning. No, House, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not for me. And how can the Soviet and the, the Russians <laughs> not escalate the war and get more, uh, you know, they say prime evil mm-hmm. when you've got them attacking their infrastructure? Uh, with uh, terrorist attacks that have been uh, uh, pr- applauded by some members on the left after that, uh, they blew that bridge up. It's like, well... You're leaving the man no choice. If it happened to the United States, you you would we we would be expecting retaliation in in, in kind. Mm-hmm. So what's the, what are you leaving left, but then for Putin to do to, to uh, escalate even more? Now Putin's starting to hit civilian targets. So now you made things worse. Well, he's going to go. Putin is going to go scorched earth, and of course, uh, NATO doesn't care. I mean, the people who are egging this this fight on, they don't care. Now, the Ukrainians taking it in the shorts, uh, but. Uh, Putin is not going to look. This man is not going to. I wouldn't roll over if I had some nuclear weapons to play. I wouldn't roll over. Not without a firestorm, baby. Please. Uh-uh. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, what do y'all. You keep egging this on and escalating it. Because right now, if I'm going to look like Putin against the globalists. Mm-hmm. And the globalists are just, like, you know, trying to bring him down, I guess. And you, you keep escalating the war that way. Uh, let me shift gears on you for a second. Uh, you see the issue, but I know you mentioned you, you mentioned a little bit about what's happened with Herschel Walker. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, I just saw his son on on whatever. Right. I mean, it's one thing, you look, you thought you didn't get along. Look, I didn't get along with my father. My father wasn't around me. Mm-hmm. He, I, I didn't see him for, for years on end. Mm-hmm. I was a quintessential fatherless ghetto kid growing up. Right. But yeah, my father was running for anything. There's nowhere in the world. I stab him in the back like that. Right. It's like I, I, I talk to him in private, say anything I want. But out in public, you got to, there's a certain point where you have to do that Bible say, honor your father and mother. And that's what his son is doing. It's just, it's just horrible how you allowing the left to throw him up, to, to, to stab his father in the back like that. Well, he he's part of the LGBT community. You can look at the guy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I mean, it's, did you see 50 Cent Son going along that same line? Uh, uh, I mean, Curtis, uh, uh, 50 Cent, his son looked just like him. And his son is upset because he's, his uh, 50 Cent's only giving him $6,700 a month to live off of. <laughs> he's complaining. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looked like spoiled rich brat mm-hmm. who, uh, who fathers didn't pay them enough of all the attention they wanted. Mm-hmm. That's how he, that's how both of them, that's how he, they're both of them sound. I keep saying, grow up, kid. Oh, man, look. I can show them quicker than I can tell them. It's like, it's like I, I, I'm not going to pay you to teach me a lesson about life. Oh, no, Hoss. Baby, you're getting ready to get, you're getting ready to get dunked. You're going in the 12-foot. We're throwing you in, bro. You're going to swim in here or you're going to drown. You're going to drink a lot of water. You know? And like Trump has, has shown us, you want to get clean the swamp in, uh, in Washington, D.C., then we can't keep having these primped and proper 
politicians like Paul Ryan, Bill, uh, Mitt Romney, John McCain has been spending their life doing nothing but, uh, but uh, appealing to the deep state and getting themselves all prim and proper so they can be uh, 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 deep state puppets. Right. You want regular people in there? Well, that's where regular people. They are, regular people have problems. Mm-hmm. And you look at you, you listen to their policies and what they believe and their personal life. Hey, everybody's personal life ain't going to be clean. It's just not not going to be that way. That's what you get with regular people. But the other side is selling you down a rat hole. Oh man, it's 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 actually worse than that. But you know, if that's what these people want, they're going to get it. They're going to find out what the Ukrainian people are finding out. These people don't care about you. They got everybody doing all this rah, 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 rah stuff. And yet you tell them, hey, man, don't do that. You're going to get us bombed. They don't care because they're sitting at home in this winter. The Charles, uh, the uh, Charles, what is this? Claus Schwab or whatever his name is. And the Mitt Romney's and all these other folks egging this old war on. They're going to have heat. They're going to have gasoline. They're yeah. going to have a good t- man. This folks, what we need to do, there's about 3,000 of these millionaire, billionaires, trillionaire folks. We just need to on site. We need to hunt them down like rabbits. And all the folks who, and all their support staff, them and their families, just just take them out. And isn't it amazing how the media is all of a sudden interested in somebody's son? Oh, now you want to know about about what people kids do. When Hunter Biden with a tape, with a, a, a laptop out there, with all kinds of criminality on it, oh, well, that's his son. Can't get, that ain't him. But when the church walk, oh, oh, look at here, look at that. Oh, you don't care about joy. How can you be trusted? Yeah, now you got that. Really? Well, and the thing about what they're doing uh, to Herschel, this guy up in Pennsylvania, uh, the Senate candidate up there, he's just oh, as much wow. of a screwball, a loser. He's yeah. a he, he's a, a a deadbeat. From <laughs> this guy has no accomplishment. He was a mayor of a small town and parlayed that uh, free to people, work for the people crap. And the guy is a total loon, and yet everybody's happy with him. But anyway, I mean, you can't even mention hypocrisy in the, in the same breath with these people. Yeah, it's, it's just beyond belief. But, yeah, well, okay, yeah, all you folks out there like Biden, uh, yeah, and we're worried about Trump. And, yeah, who's got us, uh, who, who got that nuclear clock, that Armageddon clock click, uh, ticking a whole lot quicker? And when Trump was in there, you always complained about he was too friendly with him. Well, when you're friendly with them, guess what? They don't act stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and you know, Trump has some wisdom in what he was doing in terms. Okay, we're not as we, we weren't we were not on the brink of nuclear war, World War Three. Exactly. You know, it's like that clip that I sent you of that young man explaining why he liked Trump. Matter of fact, we're gonna play that here in a minute too. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's it just very succinct. But anyway, brother, you got anything else? All right. No, I can't tell you, man. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back, and it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios. want to remind you, bankruptcy attorney Michael Pond. Folks, everybody goes through things in life, and here in America, uh, we have the benefit of the bankruptcy laws that were put in by our founding fathers. Let you wipe the slate clean and get started again. Michael Pond can help advise you in that. So if you need help uh, discerning whether or not you need a Chapter 7 or Chapter 13 debt consolidation, Michael Pond can help. For over 30 years, he has helped financially struggling people in the Jackson area. You can go to his web presence, Jackson Bankruptcy, or excuse me, JacksonMSBankruptcy.com, JacksonMSBankruptcy.com. And there you can uh, click on the links there and he can be in contact with you and give you a free consultation on what steps you can take. A, a chapter 13, 
is going to allow you to consolidate your debt, and Chapter 7 will allow you to wipe it all out and start afresh. And it's something that's available to you. When you have to do it, you have to do it. There's life in the big city. You can do it. And Michael Pond can give you all the ins and outs of what you need to do. Again, JacksonMSBankruptcy.com. Let's go to <clears throat> Thomas. What's up, Thomas? What's up, man? Yeah. Hello? Yes, sir. You're on the air, sir. Yeah, earlier you were talking about a great topic. You were talking about education. Yes, sir. Now, you didn't bring up the state legislature when, when you were talking about it, though. Why? What do you mean? Bring, them up. bring them up for what? Because they have a, they basically control the educational system in Mississippi. Says who? Kim, mm, I don't feel like playing them dumb games. I know well, what do you mean control, sir? What do you mean control? What do you mean? What I mean is that you you have eighty two counties in Mississippi full of public schools, right? Uh huh. First of all, Mississippi is an agricultural state. Okay, education is not even important. That's the way you people made it in Mississippi. You from Illinois. So you probably don't know nothing about that. Well, Mississippi is the lowest educational performance state ever because education really not important in Mississippi. Nobody takes it serious. Nobody funds it. Nobody really cares about it. Even white people don't really care. White people here in Mississippi are uneducated as well, okay? You don't renovate these schools. Um, Do you know anything about what you're talking about, or you just what, what's yeah, up? Yes, sir. What I'm talking about. If you look at, okay, give you an example. You go, you go look at Brandon High School. Let's go to Pearl. You can look at the athletic portion of the campuses, and go look at JPS or anywhere else black in our 82 counties. Go to the Delta, and look at their athletic facilities and things of that nature. Now. You say it's about money. Yeah, it's about money. The wealth gap in Mississippi between these communities are is very big. That plays a big part in education, okay? Then you got these kids distracted with a whole bunch of nonsense going on in this world as well. So it points back to the legislator and it points back to the governor and it points back to um the Mississippi Department of Education. What do you uh, want them to? What do you want them to do, sir? What do I want them to do? Yes. Equally fund education, sir. That's just like with the Ayers case that occurred a while back, we need to equally fund education. That's what needs to be done. So don't try to get on the radio and make it seem like the mayor and all these people is the reason why. Did it, did it. No. So, but you, but you, but you, people you are asserting control. they still control. The public school system. They are the owners of the public schools in Mississippi. Well, who their owns kids, who kids, owns the public schools in Jackson, go, Mississippi, their, sir? Yeah, still, their kids don't go to public school in droves. Who owns the schools in Jackson, Mississippi, sir? Hartfield Academy. They are at JA. They, they, they are at, at all these different academies. Adams Academy, Cap Christian Academy. Can I here at St. Joe? Can I give you some bad news? Like so why would they care about the educational system in Mississippi, yet they the owners of it? Listen, listen, why don't you care? It ain't, the school system in Mississippi ain't nothing. Why don't you care uh, enough uh, to uh, make uh, a difference? They are your uh, kids, sir. A pre-penitentiary because of them, because they have no interest in it. Sir, 
even though they over it, Sir, they did, have no interest. Did your kid send me the black governor if you worried about education? Did you send your kids to public school, sir? Yeah, my kids go to public school. Okay, uh, how are they doing in public schools? Uh, they're doing great, but guess what? The public school that they go to is crap. So, what are you doing about that? Do you volunteer okay, well, there? First of all, I make sure I make sure that they're they're going to school and they're behaving and they're also getting their education. Okay, so I'm have a I got a bachelor of science degree. I know MF dummy. Okay, well, I, don't, I, I think I we I think we could have a hearty debate on that now. Now, where'd you get hey, this? Hey, hey, hey. Where'd you I get this? Education, de- education, because I believe in education. Where'd you get? Like where'd you get this degree from? Is it stolen? We're, we're nothing like from my HBCU. That's where I got it from, sir. I have to so see let's this. Talk de- about it. I have let's to talk see about the- I'm going to have to see this degree, sir. Let's talk about education. I'm not convinced sir. this is legal, sir. Did you steal this degree? Did you first break first in somebody's house? First of all, Kim, let me talk to you. First of all, your name, Kim. Mr. Wade, one. to you, sir. So let me ask you a question, Kim. Yes. Because you want to like this. <laughs> Where do you work at outside of WAIB? Because <laughs> I heard that you you a janitor. That's what I, I, I am a janitor. I was a janitor I in my career. I was a janitor, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. I and was. You, how can a janitor go from a, to a, a mayor of a city? That can't happen, sir. You can't even <laughs> discredit it already. You're a janitor. I heard you was a janitor. I heard you clean up. And what's wrong? Toilets. What you clean up a double Y E B all day? Let me ask what you this you here. Let, let me ask you this Everybody here. What about Clay Edwards say he worked with the automotives? What do you do? Sir, sir, sir. I am qualified, sir. You clean up for white folks, sir. sir. You a mamie? Yes. Why your name yes. Kim? yes. You a mamie? Yes. That's why your name Kim, yes. sir. And we're moving on up. Don't play with me. We're going to be in the mess, Are you a maid or what, boy? <laughs> yes, you a sir. Maid, boy? I clean up, brother. I, look, I, yeah, I, I am not too toilet, proud man. to clean up, brother. Somebody it, told me you clean up toilets, dog. I do my research on you. Okay. So, well, but you said you, clean up but you, said you heard. I thought you said you did your research. Uh, snow. I mean, uh, snowball. Are, I heard you clean up toilets for white folks. Are you with people? your old lady? Is she your wife or society piece? Which one? <laughs> is she your mistress or is she your wife, dog? Do you want a job? Are you asking? Are you asking for a job, sir? Like, like, say you want? Like Jim, man. Yes, it is. Okay, so. Got a piece of on this radio. Yeah. Hey. Woohoo! Hello. Yeah, we're here. Thomas. What do you do outside the radio, sir? Besides, because you can't run for mayor cleaning up toilets, dog. Why not? Because that's not acceptable. To who? To behavior, man. You chose the wrong career. Sir. Sir, there's nothing. No, like I said, let me ask you this here: Do you have a problem with? Do you have a problem with people who clean up? Has been neglected and it need to be erected. Okay. Okay. So it it has ed. People are over there like Tay Reed. They have the power to do that, but yet it's still they're not. Thomas. Thomas. I just got to ask you one question: Do you have a problem with people who clean up? Do I have a problem with people clean up? Yeah. I have a problem with people that clean up and then think they more than what they really are. And you're a janitor if you are a janitor. So, in other, word, so in other words, you think you're better than a janitor. I'm in the Jackson metro area cleaning up toilets for white people. So you think you're better than a janitor? <laughs> Listen to me. Is man. it because you have a BS degree? Janitor, wait. So who cleans up the toilets at your house? Yeah, yeah, I heard.
I do. I'm just saying, man. I do. That blow my mouth. I thought you was somebody, dog. I am somebody. I thought you was something. You know, I thought I had like up there respect for you. Oh, bro. They told me that. So they gave me some accurate information on it. I said I'll be damned. Uh, so, so in other words, you this think it's a man, man? Man, it's a man. Hey, listen. So, in other words, somebody this man is a janitor, a custodian. So, people you who are custodians don't have your respect. No Just say it on the air, Thomas. Thomas, you ain't my cup of tea, brother. You can't even stand next to me. You're a custodian. <laughs> so, in other words, custodian. custodian. So, in other words, custodians are beneath you. No, 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 no. You are, sir. <laughs> okay. You be specific. I can appreciate that, but I'm still going to be your mayor, sir. And I'm going to clean up this town like I clean up on toilets. All right, let's take a break. We're right back. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, just for the record, I do clean up buildings. I do clean up floors, mop, uh, clean bathrooms, mop floors, vacuum, empty garbage cans. Bruh, it ain't beneath me. My mother raised 11 of us on less than minimum wage doing the same thing. If it's good enough for her, it's good enough for me. And a man who thinks he's too good to work, it's just too damn good for himself. So I ain't above it. And I know I'm not one of them. One of the things I am is that I'm willing to work. And one thing that I'm not going to do, I'm not going to steal. So you can believe that as mayor, that if I wanted to steal, I could have stole a long time ago. But anyway, be that as it may. Let's go to Patrick. What do you say, Pat? Hey, Mr. Kim. How's it going? Going great. What's going on, my friend? I just had a few things I wanted to talk to you about um, concerning the last caller. Yeah. He had some uh, out-of-pocket statements to make, and I kind of wanted to rebut those. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk about is the the useless whataboutism about about Mississippi and the agricultural basis that the economy is built on. I mean, let's stop for a moment and think. Alabama uh, used to be based on agriculture in the majority, probably still is. Georgia, same story. Texas, same story. You know, their economies are doing fine, and especially in their big cities, the economy is doing fine. Um, so that's just a ridiculous point. Uh, their educational systems are fantastic. Texas is one of the best in the country. Same goes for Georgia. Um, this pointing the finger at Whitey through, like, indirection about kind of pointing the finger at agriculture is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's not making a point. You're just doing the same um, blame game shit that we've been seeing for decades. Right. Um, and the second thing I want to talk about is, this ridiculous point about you being a janitor or something and that making you incapable of being a mayor. You get on the radio every single day. Um, you take people for who they are. You listen to them. You hear them out. And then you make your points. Um, and you have great ideas for the city of Jackson. Uh, who was it? Uh, Justinian. He's one of the greatest emperors of Rome and he was born a peasant. The idea that you can't be a leader, especially in this country, just because of what you come from is ridiculous. Amen, brother. We're up against a break. Thank you for those kind words. God bless.